Welcome to episode 129 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. We are coming to you directly from Japan, and you can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter at tdrexplorer, and on Instagram under the same name, on facebook.com slash tdrexplorer, and so, so many other places under TDR Explorer. You guessed it. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer, and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at DreamSweetsLove, and... I'm getting ready for Golden Week. It's coming. It's kind of started, but it hasn't really started because there's still school, but it's it's coming. Um, and as always, the very, very busy, very, very charming Chris. Chris, what's up with you? <laughs> very busy, as you said. Yes, it's busy. It's Golden Week, yeah. but I am, I'm staying home. That's kind of what I'm doing. I'm kind of sticking around home. That's a smart thing wanna, to do. I don't want to deal with the crowds everywhere. That's why I don't want to do. <laughs> but besides that, besides sticking around home, being a homebody, I'm also the chief content creator for TDR Explorer. I'm the one that wrote the ebook, or I was, you know, one of two people that wrote the ebook. <laughs> or no, like one of four people. I, one of two. Oh my goodness, people are gonna shoot me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm also eating all the seasonal food at the parks. I'm slowly making my way through the 35th anniversary stuff. I will resume that once the Golden Week crowds go away. <laughs> because I'm not waiting in line for anything. I don't do that anymore. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm no lines. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. And you can also find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram at Explorer Nelgay. And that's Explorer N-I-L-G-H-E. Oh, we have a good episode coming. We really do. It's a really I'm interesting for one. one. Yeah, me yeah, too. It's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, but before we get into that, really quick about our Patreon. I know you love hearing about it. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> loves hearing about it. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash TDR now. And that helps keep the show running. So we really do appreciate it. And for everyone who is already pledging, thank you. Thank you so, so much. And... One of the highlights, or I, I should say one of the rewards, is our $25 level, which gets you a special episode, a personal episode with both Trish and I, and we talk about whatever you like for five minutes. So you get a very personalized podcast. So if you have like a burning question or you want us to go into something in depth for five minutes, we will do that just for you. So if you want to do that, you can go to patreon.com slash TDR now and pledge that $25. And we also do have other levels. So you can go and check those out. And also a reminder, we are trying to reach our goal of $500 a month. And if we hit that, we will do an extra bonus episode that is available for everybody. And it's a 30 minute episode. And we'll just answer questions because we get we do get a lot of questions. And we want to try and get through them. So we believe this bonus episode will help. I'm so excited about the personal podcast. I That'll call be it, fun. I call it the I secret think. secret episode. You know, I mean, someone has to do this. Please, if you're listening, somebody do this one because I just want to. I want to do it at least once. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think we have really fun. Yeah. Good fun. And we'll talk about whatever you want, man. <laughs> if you reason, want us to read course. you a story, we'll read you a story. <laughs> We can do that too. <laughs> All right. So what do we have? 
we didn't have this episode. We have our so we have our news, mm-hmm. and we got we we, hey, we got some news. We got some good news coming. Um, we also have our in the parks stuff, or not in the parks because you know <laughs> Golden Week, <laughs> and the big topic. This episode, we're going to talk about mistakes to avoid at Tokyo Disney Resort. Nobody likes making mistakes, so we're going to fill you in on which ones to not make. Because I've made them. Patricia, I'm sure you've made them I made many so times. Many. I made so many mistakes. We've made so many mistakes visiting the resort. So we want to we want to make sure that you don't make the same ones. Because for some of you, it may be your only chance to come here. So we want to make sure you have the most perfect time as possible so make sure you stick around for that all right so news do you want to start start us off kick us off i i'm gonna start and my sister's listening i can like probably already feel her pressuring me psychically to get her all of this (laughs) stuff so they just announced all this amazing um donald duck birthday merchandise (laughs) and i oh my god i want all of it too it's cute and it was kind of out of left field i don't know have they ever done this before like a birthday event they've done birthday stuff like for the like the like they've done like like birthday events and stuff like that but i i this merch is just it's wow it's something else i i need everything chris there's like it's birthday cake like a birthday cake popcorn bucket um what else is there everything uh, there's a little hair clip that is Donald's hat, and there's a new well, there's a new line of T-shirts um, that look like ice cream cones, With and they the have all the different characters cream. on them. Yes, and of course Donald is one of them. And there's a bunch of plush. There's a Donald Duck birthday cake plush where Donald's holding a big like three-tiered birthday cake or something. Mm-hmm. And there's a pin that says Donald's birthday on it, and also a button as well. And I think there's. Oh, uh, going back to the the shirt, there's also this accessory that looks like glasses, but it's a necklace. But if you wear the gla- like this necklace with the T-shirt, the glasses go over Donald's face on the T-shirt, so it looks like he's wearing sunglasses. Uh. <laughs> that is very clever. It's all it's all too much. Okay, <laughs> and it starts from um, June seventh to July seventh. Uh, must must buy if you're here around that time it's it's very interesting that they're doing that because there's going to be a ton of bata days which is the exact same time frame at both parks mm-hmm. and then we also have the 35th anniversary stuff too still going on so they're throwing quite a bit at us <laughs> at the resort here which i think i'm not going to complain i'm really not going to complain it's, really it's really kind of interesting because like um if you're a donald fan like this is this is pretty much your year you have like the amazing crunch merchandise and store you've got the birthday stuff coming out who knows maybe we'll see more donald stuff like it's 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 always kind of interesting because they'll pick like certain characters to focus on for a little bit like for a long time now not a long time but like for about a year like chip and dale have been like really really hot and they're still really hot there's a lot of merch like really cute merch with chip and dale um, but it seems maybe it's Donald's turn. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. We you know? have to share the limelight a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of you the other day because I saw I was passing the new news new days news days, and um, they had this milk tea and in a bottle like an empty bottle that you get as like a souvenir with the milk tea inside. There's a little Chip or Dale plush. Oh, I saw those. Right, oh, they're it's so, so cute. cute. <laughs> 
So. And also on top of the Donald merchandise, mm. there's also some food. Of course. And decorations. Like, this is like a, a mini event is what it is. Yeah, it's a really merch cool. event. It's fun. Yeah, it's good fun. Uh, love it. Love it. And then um, in non-Disney news, uh, we got more information about the Ghibli theme park. That's going to be opening in Nagoya, which is kind of in the middle of Japan, mm-hmm. kind of near Osaka, Kyoto, that kind of area, that, that area of Japan. Is that where Legoland is? Yes, Nagoya. Yeah, Legoland's in Nagoya. Okay, cool. And it's set to open in 2022. So initially we heard 2020, but now it looks like it's 2022. Oh, bummer. It would have been nice to have it for the Olympics. For the Olympics, yeah. Although it might be best for them to wait because they might get over, or I I don't know, because 2020, that's when the Super Mario World is opening at USJ. Mm, Yeah. And then we also have the Beauty and the Beast at Tokyo Disney. Mm -hmm. So it might, you know, it it might be smarter on their part to wait. True. A little bit instead of trying to compete with them. Although like Ghibli is a pretty big, like it's a really well-known brand. But I don't know. Could they stand up against Super Mario? Hard to tell. No, Hard to I don't say. think so. I don't think so. Like it is, it is. But like I think Nagoya already has some problems pulling people over. Um, yeah. Like I know Legoland has had some issues. They've been struggling a little bit. So, like you said, it might be better for them to kind of like open a little bit after all that big stuff happens, and then because people will come because it's, it's Ghibli, you know. But um, for sure. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right about that. Mario will steal the limelight a little. Yeah, like everybody knows Mario. Mm-hmm. Like everyone on this planet knows Mario or have seen it at some point. Ghibli, maybe not. Like, of course, people in Japan obviously know Ghibli, but outside of Japan, of course, it's very popular. But not everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. Not as much as Super Mario. And same goes with the the, the Disney mm-hmm. stuff, like Beauty and the Beast. Um, so. But it's still really exciting that we're going to have a Ghibli theme park. I think so. And I think it's kind of good for that area, for for the Nagoya area, because I think with um, Ghibli and with Legoland opening, to like with them kind of like feeding off of each other, hopefully they can help each other's crowds improve. You know, people yeah, will plan so, longer trips. Yeah, so it kind of spreads it out a little bit because everyone goes to Tokyo and then everyone heads on over to Kyoto, Osaka. Right. A lot, not not a lot of people that I know of stop in Nagoya because there's not that much of a draw compared to these other places. Mm-hmm. So it'd be kind of nice to spread it out a little bit. Right, right. And Nagoya is a, a really gorgeous city. I've been there a few times and I quite enjoy it. Cool. So yeah, 2020 or 2020, 2022 is when it's set to open. So of course, once we get more information on that as years go on we'll definitely let you know um my disney trip starts soon i'm so excited about this okay so so let's talk about it what's what's going on with this disney trip so we are visiting all three disney resorts in asia so we're going to start off in hong kong disneyland then we're going to go to shanghai disneyland and then we're going to finish off in tokyo disneyland or like disney resort and it's over the course of two weeks, and there's about nine of us going. So it's it's a it's a it's a small group. Um, but you don't want the really group excited. to be too big because nine is just about right. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm excited. I've never done this before, so it's going to be a good challenge for me. Um, and also it's going to put my knowledge to the test, <laughs> of course. Um, and also we're also spending time outside the parks as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my knowledge is going to have to extend outside the parks, which I've been trying to do. So we're going to be in Hong Kong, Disneyland, of course. And then we're going to be doing a day in Hong Kong itself. Uh, we're definitely going to have to hit up Tim Ho Wan, the Michelin star dim sum restaurant, which is so good. Oh my gosh. Seriously. And then we're going to be going over to Shanghai Disneyland, spending some time in Shanghai there. And then we're popping over to Tokyo and we're going to spend a little bit more time in Tokyo. And yeah, so that's over the course of two weeks. I'm very excited for it. And we may do one in 2019. We're not too sure yet. We're still talking about it. But once we know anything, we'll definitely let everybody know about that. And I'm going to try and do maybe some vlogging and um, maybe some blog posts during the trip as well while we're doing it. So there will definitely be updates. So don't you worry. (laughs) That's really cool. You have to, for sure, blog while you're doing it. And um, like, will you have like a special hashtag that we can look for? I haven't thought of that yet, but that might be a good idea. I think it would be great. Yeah. So then we can get everyone involved that's on the trip can post. People to Twitter can, or Instagram. Yeah, people can feel like they're with you, you know, even if they yeah, couldn't yeah. make this trip, this particular That's trip. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Actually, we may, maybe we should just use the TDR Explorer hashtag. Easy enough. Okay, okay. I, I'm like, maybe TDR Explorer, I don't know, summer fun or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> something like something that. Something like that. Because it has to be separate because like, then like the other ones, your regular, right, stuff. So. Okay, yeah. And then uh, we have our ebook which is on sale right now for 10% off because of Golden Week. And it's the sale is on now and through uh, May 6th. And we've sold over 800 copies. Yes. Okay, you need to make it to 1,000 now. 800 copies. It's hard for me to fathom that because when I, when I did the book, I thought, I'm like, you know, I'd be really happy if I sold 100, 200. Sure, that's fine. Never did I imagine 800. And it's going like the, we're, we're, we're selling copies every day. And that just makes me so happy. <laughs> you guys, this is your chance. So get it now. It's on sale. It's 10% off. You know, save a little money. Find out all all about the resort. And uh, you will avoid making mistakes because you read it <laughs> more than what we cover <laughs> in this episode. Um, so you'll have all that at your fingertips. So it's fantastic. Pick it up. 10% off. Yeah, and just go to tdrexplorer.com slash ebook, and that'll take you right to the page. It's all there. You can read all the information about it if I haven't convinced you yet to buy it. <laughs> and for everyone that that has already bought it, thank you so much. That really does mean a lot to me. And that does show that there is interest for this. So we're going to work on another ebook. I'm not going to say which one yet, but we do have something else in the works. So... Once I have more information to share, I'll definitely do that too. So, all right, let's talk about in the parks or lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been in the parks. Have you been in the parks? No. No. No, no, no. So, well, what have you been doing? Well, um, I've been, you know, it's it's kind of like pre, it was pre-Golden Week pretty much. 
um, because it's like a three-day weekend, but there's still a couple of days of school. So, I mean, I know some people have taken the days off, but, you know, we we did not. We, we still have a little bit of work, a little bit of school for the kiddo. Um, we went to Tokyo. We went to this Azalea Shrine. We went to um, actually this really great area I wanted to talk about. Um, so, you know Tenno's Isles? Tenno's Isle? Tenno's Isle? It's like one stop no. away from like Odaiba. Oh... I've never been there. I know. Because when you think of Tenno's Isle, you think of like office buildings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no. It's totally different right now. And it's actually like really, really cool. Um, There is like this like growing arts community and they have like these festivals um, every every few weeks or so. And there are, um, there's like this, uh, so this weekend there was like something called Canal Fest. It's all around the canal area. And uh, they held all these little booths open and this craft beer. There's this craft beer place called T.Y. Harbor, which is like amazing. They had like the strawberry wheat, which was so, so good. They had like this chocolate beer, this um, I think like use kiwi sour. Um, it was oh really, goodness, really cool. Oh my goodness, that sounds good. Yes, I know. So right? And they have like a little farmer's market and all these kind of like really neat things going on and museums and they have like um, different photography studios that do like uh, professional photographies and I think they're also kind of like pushing for this growing community um, and it's just getting bigger and bigger and I would never have recommended Tenno's Isle as a place to go but now it's kind of like this hot trendy area so I really really recommend that people huh. check it out. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. You absolutely have to. I, I mean, like I like I know you're like you're thinking Tim, why why would we go to this office building area? No, it's actually really cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, we went to Xperia. Xperia actually has a lot going on. I guess we couldn't mention it in the news, but it's it's like you know it's, it's a shopping, so it's not like huge news. Um, there's a new Lola's cupcake shop that's like it has a permanent shop now before it had a, a pop up and super 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 cute cupcakes. Starbucks is back after being gone for like a month and a half. <laughs> um, it seems like forever. Yeah, because I think, and, and after seeing the redesign, I understand why they they uh, were closed for so long. So um, I think probably the other shops were complaining because the Starbucks line would be consistently outside of the store. So they rearranged the shop so that the line now starts from the back of the store. So and the queue area is like contained; it's self-contained within the shop. And they arranged the seating so there's a lot of seating still. So um, oh, it's, it looks totally I'm... different. I've noticed they've been doing that with the Starbucks in Tokyo. I haven't been to Starbucks in other places mm-hmm. to notice, but um, there's a couple Starbucks locations in Shinjuku that have been renovated. And I noticed, like, I go in, I'm like, where's the start of the line? I'm like, oh, it's way in the back of the store. Yeah. I'm like, so that makes sense. Yeah. So the queue doesn't always go out the door. So it's kind of really long inside, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And that makes it's, sense. it's that more makes self-contained sense. and it looks really organized. Like it has like a little like a Disney queue, <laughs> you know, area. Yeah, nicely you're finding. organized. So, um, and, and like you said, it does look like the, the Tokyo store's design. So the design is really, really different. Uh, we went to go see Avengers, of course, <laughs> uh, because we had to. We had to go see Avengers, right? And we really, really loved it. And it was so great. Uh, and that's I think that's all we did. There's some new pop-ups at Xperia, but, you know, it'll be gone in a few weeks. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always pop-ups in the Xperia. Yeah. Wait, what about you? Um, What's up? I I've went around to Tokyo a little bit, just um, hang out with friends. I haven't really done too too much. Um, I was at a uh, uh, 
it's called BB Fest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which actually our company was putting on uh, or like helped organize. Awesome. Um, so I was there just kind of doing some media stuff, like taking pictures and taking video and things like that. Uh, but it's craft beer and also barbecue. Like world barbecue. So there's like Hawaiian barbecue, Spanish barbecue, I believe, and American barbecue. And a famous sumo wrestler headlined everything. Uh, his name is Konishiki. Oh, cool. Which is, he's um, he's Hawaiian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like he, he's Japanese, but he was born and raised in Hawaii, I believe. Yeah. And very famous in Japan. Very famous sumo wrestler. He's on TV and everything. And he did a, like a live concert. Um, on Saturday night and everything, it was it, it it was a really good time. It was really fun. It's on now until uh, I believe May tenth. That's gonna be so fun. I'm actually going one of the days. Yes, go check it out for sure. It's so good. Um, and besides that, just kind of hanging out. As I said, hang out with friends or like going to the parks. Like I went to um, this area called Takana Takada no Baba. Oh yeah, that's a great area. Um, there's a there's a university there, like an international university. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of um, like tr- um, um, international people in that area. Um, it's a it's a nice little area. Very it feels very local, mm-hmm. right in the middle of Tokyo. And there's a nice uh, park there. I think it's called to- Toyama Park. Yeah. Um, it's not that big, but it's nice and cozy. And we just ha- hung out there, ate. Sat and ate in the park. It was it was really good. It's got some nice cafes. Yeah, the, it's just like it's a it's a nice cozy neighborhood, and it's not it's only two stops on the Yamanote line from Shinjuku, mm-hmm. so you can go from like the crazy Shinjuku area with tons of people, lights, shopping, everything, and then go two lines down or two stops down, and you go to this nice quiet area. I love it. It's good. It's I love it. Um, and just like you, I saw uh, Avengers. Yay! Uh, won't go into details because I don't want to spoil course, it for of anyone. Of course, yeah. <laughs> but it was it was good. It was really good. One thing I do want to talk about though, I splurged when I saw Infinity War. So usually when so movies on average for like a normal non three D movie, it's about eighteen hundred yen roughly. Yeah, man. I which, never pay which, that much. I go on. Like the fan day or ladies day cheap, or the late show. Day, yeah. It's expensive. It's like about $18. It's expensive. Yeah. $17, $18. But yeah, um, usually like the first the first day of the month, it's cheap. So like 1100 yen. And then ladies day, which is I believe the 14th usually. It's on every Wednesday. Every Wednesday? Oh, see, see what I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's ladies day. Tickets. I'm there. <laughs> it's a thousand yen well, for ladies day. That's that's really cheap. Um, and then, of course, like if you go to like the early, I believe the late show, and I'm not too sure about the early show. Early shows are not every day. It's like, and it's not every theater I found out. Xperia does it. It's about, I think, 1,300 yen or something like that. I don't know. They changed it. They, they raised it a little bit. Um, yeah, like right? early, early meaning like 8 a.m. or 8.30 a.m. So they call it first show here. So that's like, so in, in the, in like, um, in North America, we call it like matinee, right? Um, so it's like, it's a mm-hmm. few different showings in the morning, but here it's only the first showing in the morning, like within a certain amount of time. And um, like you said, late show um, is good too, if you don't have to catch a train to go back. 
Yeah, or if you're out really late yeah. and just want to sleep in the theater, well, there you go. You, <laughs> you can do that, too. Um, but yeah, so I went to Avengers Infinity War, and I went to the Toho Cinemas in Shinjuku with the with the Godzilla on it. Cool. That's my That's my go-to theater. That's that your that home you theater. Go to. Yeah. And when I was looking at tickets... Okay, so let me back up a little bit. On Sunday, I woke up at 5 in the morning. I don't know why. I just woke up. I felt well rested. I was like, wow, I'm ready for the day, but it's 5 a.m. Okay. So then I thought, when's the first showing of the Avengers? So I went online. I looked and I saw the first show was at 830. Why not? Let's go do it. And um, it was it was practically sold out. Mm -hmm. So and I thought that, that was pretty crazy. An 830 show on a Sunday morning is pretty much sold out. I saw that they had these, they call them premium luxury seats. And I saw that and I, because th- I think they only have like nine or 10 of those seats. Yeah. And so I clicked on it and I thought, well, how much is this? And I went through the whole process and it came out to 4,800 yen, which is about <laughs> 40, 47, $46. And I, I was looking at that and I thought, that is a lot to see a movie. But then I thought about it, and I decided to treat myself. And and so I got it. And to be fair, okay, so if you didn't buy the premium seat, it was Atmos. So Atmos is always a little bit more anyway. Yeah. Right. So how much is like regular Atmos? I think it's an extra two or three hundred yen on top of the eighteen hundred yen. Oh, okay, I thought it was more. So, okay. So, so it works out to like twenty one, twenty two, hundred yen. Okay. Roughly. Um, but yeah, I got the premium luxury seat for 4,800 yen and it's at the very back of the theater at the very top and you have a perfect view of the screen. You don't see anybody's head because you're so high up and you have these large and comfy recliners and there's little, little buttons on the side. You get to recline and everything and you have lots of elbow room to put your popcorn, your drink on and you just watch the movie. And since it was so early, like the, the show ended up selling out, but the premium seats, they didn't sell out. Nice. So I, I had empty seats on either side of me. Yes. So I felt like I was there by myself. And I thought, you know what? This was worth it. Yeah. It was definitely worth that extra money. Yes, it was very expensive. And I had to buy popcorn and a drink after that um, or like for the movie as well. But I thought, you know what? I'm going to sometimes you just need to treat yourself. It's a nice thing to do, for sure. And it was, it was like, for Avengers Infinity War, it was totally worth it. See? I probably wouldn't have done it for, you know, like, maybe a comedy or something. I wouldn't have done that. For <laughs> it a has to be, like, like a, that, an but, event movie. Yeah, like, in this movie, it was definitely that. Um, and for anyone that's wondering, it was in English, and it had Japanese subtitles. Um, I know a lot of people were asking me that. Um, I don't typically watch movies in Japanese. Um, well, especially like Western movies. I don't watch in Japanese. I prefer to watch it in the native language. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Do they have a, Avengers dubbed in Japanese? I think they do. They do absolutely do. Because finding do. a time to see it in English is kind of like a pain. Uh, our, the time, I wanted to take my son earlier. I wanted him to see um, the movie at a different time. But it would have been like too late or too early, like uh, for our schedule. So we had like one chance, 
and we just made it like at the last minute we we decided to go we ran into like friends even it was like crazy um so yeah there yes there's japanese showing so be careful if you're booking tickets yeah if you're yeah if you if you're not sure how to read anything like if you can't because obviously like it says in japanese if it's dubbed or if it's subbed mm-hmm. um, but if you can't read japanese you're not going to be able to tell the difference so but but you're you probably know, best... is actually really good like if you buy the tickets online it'll have like i think like a uh, yeah it'll be in english next to it or something like that yeah at, at like at toho cinemas actually i went and checked mm-hmm. uh because sometimes i forget to check because i just i you know it's kind of second nature i just know how to navigate everything mm-hmm. um i went and checked and yeah they have everything in english it'll say like you know english they'll say it'll say in it or it'll say dubbed like japanese dub or something like that so uh toho cinemas is really good yeah um it sounds like the theater at expiari is a little more difficult i was about to say the toho cinema website is much easier to navigate if you speak english than the expiari one i think the expiari one is only in japanese Mm, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, the the thing that you can do if you don't want to navigate it is you can go to like the little um, the little automated booths in front of the theater if you're at the resort, and um, then it's it's in it's in both languages in English and Japanese. And I think in for the English showings it'll have an E next to it, or you can talk to the people at the front. There's like two cashiers that will help you if you need them. Um, but yeah. the little booths are easier than the website. The website I think is all Japanese. And you need yeah, the so. you need the card too, or you can't book it. So Toho is much easier. Yeah, Toho is very very English friendly. Let's put it yes, that way. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so yeah, Avengers: Infinity War. Go see it. I'm pretty sure most of you already have. <laughs> All right, let's talk about mistakes. <laughs> mistakes to avoid at Tokyo Disney Resort, Tokyo Disneyland, Disney Sea. I find like I still make. The same. I know I'm making the mistake and I still end up making the mistake. Like, for example, don't go during Golden Week. And we have plans to go during Golden Week. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think for us, because we go so often, it's... It's not critical. It, it's Yeah, it's not critical. So you I guess know. these mistakes are more for people who... For travelers who are coming here and then they might be their only chance to go. And they have the chance because it's so planned out. They have the chance to avoid making these mistakes like the reason why we have to go during golden week is because you know we have family that wants to go and it's the only time everybody has off at the same time so we don't really have a choice you know um but if you're planning Mm -hmm. a vacation you do have a choice and you can plan what days you come what days you have free what days you you do what so um this is really really helpful to avoid making the mistakes that um, you know other people might have to make if you live here so you guys have the, the the luxury of of avoiding it, which is really nice. I agree 100%. <laughs> okay, so number one, and this I think we, we always stress, um, and we cannot stress enough. Always buy your ticket, or sorry, we're, <laughs> we're talking about mistakes here. Uh, mistakes Not to buying, avoid, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mistakes to avoid. Not buying your tickets in advance. Buy your tickets in advance. Buy them in advance. Buy them. Oh my gosh, you have no idea how much trouble it'll save you. Yeah. So um, just to reiterate, because I know if, if, if you listen to the podcast for any length of time, we've driven this point home so many times, you're probably sick of us talk, talking about it. But <laughs> even if you're staying at the Tokyo Disney hotels, buy them as soon as you check in, mm-hmm. even if you're going the next day, because you don't want to even deal with having to buy tickets in the morning. No. 
Like, just have your tickets ready to go, and you don't have to worry about those things. How many lines um, do you want to stand in? One line? Two lines? No, only one line. So buy them in advance. Exactly. And if you're not staying at the resort, not 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 all is lost. You can buy them, um, we've mentioned this many times, uh, through our affiliate Kluke. They sell Tokyo Disney Resort tickets through there. You can buy them online. You can buy them at home, print them off, take it to and take take it right to the turnstiles, and you're good to go. Uh, you can also buy them online through the official website, uh, which is kind of cumbersome. Yeah. And that website, but, man, it, it enrages me yeah, just thinking web- about it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's very cringeworthy. Kluke um, is easier, like much easier. Kluke is much easier. Um, and also, t- uh, just to remind everyone, you can upgrade Kluke tickets. So if you buy a one-day ticket, you can upgrade it to a four-day ticket if you like. You can just do that right at the resort. So there's no problem. You just pay the difference. Very simple to do. Um, and if you decide to go like on a whim, buying right at the gate ticket gates, you're going to be waiting in the line. So try to plan in advance, I guess. Like you don't want to buy your tickets at the ticket gate because there's going to be tons of people doing that as well. And that's a waste of time. Like, in my opinion, a big waste of time. If you have, like, let's say, okay, so let's say even if you're like, oh, I don't want to buy it online, I want the physical ticket, blah, blah, blah. If you're there, if you're in the city a little earlier than the day you're going, maybe you're shopping at XBR because you want to get a feeling of the resort before you go to the parks, you could go to the ticket center there. And if you want to buy it from a person, you can do it there without going to the actual booths. Um, and that's not so bad either. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Like, yeah, so at the the ticket center, that is for tickets in advance. Mm-hmm. At the ticket booths, that's tickets for the day. You ha- yeah, you have to buy it that day from the booth. Yeah. They do not sell tickets in advance at the ticket booths at the parks. Yeah. Only at the ticket center in Xperi. Um and also, you can buy it at um, select Disney stores in Japan as well. True. So, so let's say you live in Japan or you're going into the city first or whatever the case may be. Most of the Disney stores, like the bigger ones, do sell tickets. Um, the one in Shibuya does for sure. And I believe the one in Ikibukuro does as well. Um, there's a couple smaller Disney stores that don't sell it. Um, like the Harajuku store, I believe, does not sell them. Um, and also the one in Shinjuku does not sell them. So just make sure you double check. Um, we have it all on our website too. So just go and check that. Buy your tickets in advance. Cannot stress it enough. Seriously. <laughs> um, another mistake, arriving late. And and this goes, and it's not just for Tokyo Disney Resort. It's any theme park in Japan. Like there's when and when we say arriving late, we probably mean not just getting there thirty or sixty minutes late or like an hour late. Like we mean like maybe even opening is getting there a little bit late because the lines people tend to show up in the morning. So if you go to like for example Disney World, um, that's not so much the case. When you show up in the morning, the parks are like really empty, um, and then it starts to pick up about an hour later. And that's not the case here. Everybody shows up uh, before opening. So you should probably get there, like, really, preferably at least an hour before opening. Yeah, like 30 minutes on weekdays is kind of pushing it. Yeah. Like, in most cases, you should be okay. But ideally, 60 minutes. If you want to be, like, among the very first to get into the park. 
and than a good sixty minutes. And and the reason we say that is not like you know like it, it's it's because it just saves you time getting in and then getting that fat that first fast pass and getting in line for the first attraction. You know because that that first hour in the parks really sets the the pace for the rest of the day. So the more you do in the beginning of the day, the more relaxed the rest of your day is. So you have to push a little bit in the morning, but then the rest of your day is stress-free, right? Exactly. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. And you know what? You know, you maybe wake up a little earlier, but then you can leave the park a little earlier as well. Yeah, you don't need to stay right until closing, or you can take a nap in the afternoon if you're staying close by one of the hotels. Go take an hour, two-hour nap, and you don't feel like you're you're missing out on anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and then for weekends and holidays, if you're going on those times, because, you know, sometimes you can't help it. You have to go on a weekend or you have to go on a holiday. That's just how life works sometimes. <laughs> um, 90 minutes to two hours, you're going to have to get there because there's going to be hundreds of people in front of you already. <laughs> yeah. It's just how it is. And a, a, a good thing to note um, at Disneyland, um, if you're close to the like close to the front, a lot of like there's a lot of characters that actually come out just before they open the gates and they kind of like walk around and you get to take pictures from behind the gates, the closed gates. <laughs> so that's one of those things that you don't really get to see if you're far back. So, yeah, avoid arriving late because that's a mistake. For sure. And that leads us to our next point. Oh, hey. uh, the mistake <laughs> is visiting on the weekend or public holiday. I know, kind of contradicting ourselves a little bit here, but no, but we're not contradicting. We're saying it's a bad idea, so don't do it. <laughs> Sometimes we have to because we have um, yeah. family obligations, and, or we have friends. That's the only time that they can go, and um, and there's a reason why you should avoid it. Because yes, for a lot of Japanese people, that is the only time everybody can get the time off to go, uh, which is why it's so crowded in the first place. Which is why I I'm going actually this week during Golden Week. Um, but you don't have to because you don't live here and your work schedule is probably different. So yeah, don't go <laughs> during Golden Week. Don't go during Obon. Don't go during New Year's, which are public holidays in Japan that everybody has off no matter what. Yeah. So Golden Week, as we've mentioned many times before, end of May, or sorry, end of April into the beginning of May. Obon is in August. It's usually a week. Um, and then New Year's starts December 25th through the first week of New Year, or <laughs> the first week of January. Those are typically the very, the, the most busiest parts, times of the year. Parks. Oh, and March. Yeah, and, and March. And also March um, uh, because of spring break. Parks will reach capacity. Lines for everything will be out of control, even to use the bathroom. Uh, there are, there's a line for everything. Um, and fast passes go out very quickly. Uh, so it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But you know what? You know what? We know what to do, so it should be fine. And we'll report back on that. Uh, number four. Not using a wait time app. Use a wait time app. Use a wait time Use app. Use a wait time app. Um, we recommend TDR Wait, which is an iOS and Android app. Very simple to use. It has wait times for attractions, of course. It also has show times and also character greeting wait times as well. That's pretty good. So make sure you go and get it. TDR wait. Uh, there's also wait times on the official website. 
but that's only in Japanese. So unless you read Japanese, it might be a little tough. So recommend getting TDR weight. I have some so. really weird ones that I use. I use TDR dash, which looks like it looks insane. <laughs> oh, that's actually the same thing. He changed his name. Oh! Changed the name. Okay, I like it. Spark. Do you know it sparkles? <laughs> <laughs> it sparkles. Um. So I yeah, that's the one. Oh, I use. So I use the same one. Okay, never mind. <laughs> and there's a couple other ones out there. Um, but yeah, yeah. TR weights the the easiest one to use. Yeah. So make sure you do that. Another mistake to avoid is not making a table service reservation in advance. Yeah. Um, yeah, do it in advance if you can. Um, if you're staying at an, a Disney hotel, you can make your reservations online in English 30 days in advance. Very easy. So no issues there. Make sure you do do it at the 30 day mark because slots do fill up. The Japanese people are very on top of everything. <laughs> so do that. Um, if you don't have a reservation or if you don't have a Disney hotel reservation, the only option to do it online is in Japanese, which is very cumbersome. Uh, if you don't, if you don't read Japanese, trust me, it's almost not worth the pain because <laughs> you have to enter a Japanese address and a Japanese phone number and you have to make a separate account. And it's just, you know, unless you can read Japanese, it's probably not worth doing. Um, the type of font that you use also matters. So if you type it yeah. in one katakana, it might not read it versus a different kind of katakana font. So it's it's the biggest pain. Um, and I it's something that I really hope that they Fix change in the future because it comes off as very, how to say? Ama- I want to say amateur. I, I would <laughs> say it way. comes off as a little worse than amateur, like a little racist, because if you're not Japanese or you don't speak Japanese, <laughs> you can't book a reservation for an international theme park. I think that's a little unacceptable. But hey, that's just me, because there's no other option for you to do it. You know, I think I think that's an issue for the theme park, like a PR issue, but whatever. Um, yeah, so... Uh, you for for most restaurants you can wait in line a standby line now at least they they brought that option back, um, but not for character dining you don't have an option for that unfortunately. No, unfortunately not. Um, but you do um, you can make reservations in the park on the same day, starting at ten a.m. Mm-hmm. So these are for non-character dining restaurants like Magellan's, um, Restaurant Di Cantaletto. Restaurant Hokusai, Blue Bayou, you can make reservations at the restaurant starting at 10 a.m. So you can get your fast passes and, you know, knock out a couple attractions and then go make a reservation for either lunch or dinner right at 10 a.m. And they'll give you a little slip, which is called priority seating, and you just come back at your time and you're good to go. So you'll get in with very minimal weight. So that is the easiest way to make a reservation for a table service restaurant. If you're not staying at a Disney hotel, that is otherwise. Yeah. As Patricia mentioned, you're, you'll be waiting in a standby line and who knows how long that'll be. And you don't want to waste time waiting in line. So there you go. Another mistake is not staying on property. 
I mean, I feel there's there's options like there's like um like Disney na- friendly neighborhood hotels you can stay at that are not on property that have like bus service, so it's not so bad. But yeah. it's easier if you stay in the in the area. Much easier, especially if you want to get there sixty minutes, ninety minutes, hundred twenty minutes early. Mm-hmm. Being right on property is going to make it so much easier. A lot easier. Um, if you're anywhere outside the resort. Um, or like if you, if you're over at, um, like the Brighton hotel, which is at the Shin Urayasu station, like that's close. Yeah. Like that's, that's close. Like I would consider that, you know, pretty much property, even though it's technically not, it's close enough. It's not that bad of a commute anyway. Um, but like, like, let's say you're staying like in Shinjuku or something like that, like way in the city. Mm -hmm. That's a bit far to go in the morning i i think it, it takes time uh, the travel time takes, takes time because like if you're at yeah. shinarayasu if you're at brighton it's one stop by taxi I, it's one stop by train and you can take a taxi and it, it gets you there maybe about the same amount of time or maybe even quicker than if you stay at like the bay side station hotels not counting disney sea for disneyland yeah so it's actually not bad at all distance wise but yeah, overall, staying like within that, like within the resort area, is very ideal. Mm-hmm. That way, you get there as early as possible without having to get up at two in the morning, three in the morning, or whatever. Oh my right? God. I don't want to um, get up at so, yeah. And t- if you had to take a train back to like Shinjuku, I can't even imagine that. That's yeah, so after far. a long day and everything, it's just yeah, stay on property. And I know the Disney hotels are very pricey here. They are. There's no doubt about that. Um, but if you wait for a sale. Keep an eye out for sales on the Tokyo, the Hilton Tokyo Bay and the Sheraton. Um, and there's also like really cheap alternatives like the My Stays, My Hama My Stays, which is 10 minute walking distance from Disney Sea. It's not fancy by any stretch of the imagination, but it's very cheap, like $100 a night, if that. And they expanded the, the hotel at the station, the one that's under the train station. Yeah, so they have that one there too. So. There's lots of options for different budgets at the resort. So make sure you look around. And we have a list on our, our website as well. So you can go check that out. So yeah, it's a mistake not staying on property because you're going to waste time. <laughs> <laughs> waste time in transit, which you don't want to do. Another mistake is uh, eating when everybody else does. Yeah, eat at different times, you guys. It's yeah, it's so much easier. Um, you don't want to wait. You don't want to wait. Eat a little bit before lunch or after lunch. Eat a little bit before dinner. Don't go after dinner because a lot of restaurants close. So watch out with that. Be careful with tea time, though. Tea time tends to pick up again um, around three, three-ish. Oh, yeah, the time. Three o'clock. Yeah, roughly. So, like... General rule of thumb, I tell people, like, in the morning, eat between 10 and 11. Because you don't want to eat first thing in the morning because the lost stuff isn't even open yet anyway. Yeah. And by that point, you should be doing the fast passes and all that stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. So ten between 10 and 11, just before lunch, that's a pretty decent time. Because that's when most things start opening anyway. Um, and then, like, mid-afternoon, usually three or four is okay. Um and then later in the evening, seven to eight. But again, you you kind of have to keep an eye on what restaurants are open because some of them do close early. Yeah. Um, so it's just like keep an eye out on that. So it, you kind of have to play around a little bit. But that's kind of like the general idea the, for that. The only thing I would disagree on is the three to four. 
time because mm. Japanese people around that time generally like to sit down and have a snack or tea, and it tends to fill up again. Maybe four, from four o'clock to five o'clock would be good. Hmm. I don't know. I've never had much issues with three or four. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I've never had issues. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm going to the wrong restaurants. I have no idea. But yeah, they have three, four, four, five, somewhere in there. Just don't like don't eat between like eleven and one. Yeah. And then don't eat, don't eat between five and like seven. Mm-hmm. Like those are like just avoid those at all costs if you can. Um, only using an English park map. Yeah, don't do it because you want to know what is kind of going on in the English park map. Doesn't tell you like the special menus or like new merch. Um, so you miss out on a bit if you only use the English park map. So I would get a Japanese today guide in addition to the English park map. Yep. <laughs> it's that, it's, it's that simple. Just grab one of those. Um, they're, they're at the, the turnstiles. And if you ask any cast member, they're usually that those are the only ones they're usually carrying. The cast members aren't usually carrying like the multi, like the other languages. They're just carrying the Japanese ones. I found anyway. I've never found a cast member that has been carrying an English map. It's only always only been Japanese. Um, another mistake to avoid is not using the show lottery. Show lottery is good. I mean, you you at least get a chance to win it. You know, um, I would I would also recommend in addition to this is going to the first showing of a show because there is no lottery at all. So you have a, you can go in and watch it without having to worry about like the stress of a lottery at all. But yeah, the lottery, if you win, it's it's good. You get a seat. It's it's numbered in general, unless it's like on the parade route or something like that. And um, then if you win, you don't have to worry about it. But you would have to, you know, it's it's chance. So maybe you win, maybe you don't win. Yeah, so uh, really quick recap. The show lottery at Disney Sea is for Big Band Beat. And then at Disneyland... Um, they have One Man's Dream 2, and currently they're doing it for Dreaming Up, but I don't know how long they're going to do that for. Yeah, because it seems like too much of a pain for both the guest and the cast, so I I wonder if they're going to eventually stop that. Yeah, so the Dreaming Up, if you win the lottery for that, you get, I think you sit near or in the vacation package area? You sit basically in front of the vacation package area. They also had one on the side area where the bridge is like close to there there was another area and i don't know if there's different other areas other than that but um yeah we were watching the the seating for the one in front of the vacation club area and it just looked like the biggest pain and people had to be there like like they were there for like 45 minutes before lined up and they didn't let them in until like i think 10 minutes before the parade started so it looked like kind of a mess when we saw it. I don't know if they've made it better since that time. But yeah, I wonder how long they would keep that up because it seems like it's more trouble than it's worth, especially the parade route is so big that you really don't need lottery seating for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's very true. And also to um, like every show like Big Band Beat and the one man stream too, they do have standby. But you, um, there's risk that the standby may fill up. Right. So just keep that in mind too. So you, you'd have to wait a little bit to ensure that you got into standby more for Big Band Beat than One Man's Dream Two. One Man's Dream Two, you can usually walk up like ten minutes before and be okay. 
Um, but Big Ben B, no, it de- like standby definitely does fill up. For Big Ben B, I would do the first showing. Yeah, if if you can manage doing the first showing, um, if you if you're able to knock out like all the attractions in the morning, or if it's like your third or fourth day or something like that, then yeah, you can definitely do that. I would say. And then. Another mistake is not knowing what fast passes to do first thing in the morning. Oh, yeah. Don't get like a fast pass for like, I don't know, Haunted Mansion or something. That's going to be around all day. Don't get a fast pass for Star Tours. That'll be around basically all day. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They won't run out of fast passes for Star Tours. (laughs) You know, Um, but I mean, hopefully you've been listening. You know the drill, like Pooh's Honey Hunt. Monsters Inc. If you can swing it, if you want to put yourself through that ordeal, um, you know the the par- attractions that are unique to here, like um, what's it called, uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth, or um, Tower of Terror. But Tower of Terror seems to last a little longer usually, unless it's like the level thirteen. So mm. yeah, there's like there's certain things to aim for. Yeah. So like Disneyland. Um, decide if you want to get a fast pass for Monsters Inc. or Pooh's Honey Hunt first. Um, pick one and then do standby for the other one. Decide. The most common way is grabbing the fast pass for Monsters Inc. then going to Pooh's Honey Hunt. Just because Monsters Inc. is closer. Mm-hmm. And then Pooh's Honey Hunt, like Monsters Inc. is in Tomorrowland and then Pooh's Honey Hunt is in Fantasyland, which is in the back of the park. So that's the most common way and that's how most crowds kind of maneuver anyway i would do the opposite uh, i would ride monsters inc like run and ride monsters inc and then get Pooh's honey hunt because monsters inc because the fast passes go so fast you won't be able mm-hmm. to get another fast pass until like i think two hours later but if you go to if you ride it and then you get Pooh's honey hunt usually you can get a fast pass much earlier so that opens you up to get a fast pass quicker to get to your next attraction hmm. and then over at uh disney c um, you have to choose if you want the Toy Story one or perhaps Tower of Terror because they're they're side by side. Yeah, and if you're coming um, from the U.S. parks, skip the Toy Story Yeah, one. you can skip Toy Story. But if you've never done it before, then yeah, it's definitely worth doing. Um, but go for Tower of Terror first and then Moziano, or well, not Mosey, like, you know, briskly walk very quickly <laughs> to journey to the center of the earth and get in the standby for that. Or do it, or do it the other way around. Get the fast pass for Journey, and then go to Tower of Terror. Do standby there. Choose however you choose however you like to do that. It really doesn't matter all that much. And then yeah, later in the day you can get one for Finding Nemo if you want, or get another one for Journey to the Center of the Earth. Yeah, just know which ones you want to get ahead of time. And don't waste it on ones that don't really need fast passes. <laughs> and use your wait time app. So we're going back to the wait time app advice again. You go to the wait time app and it, you can see clearly which fast passes are going first. So and what, what the wait times, um, what the wait time length is. So if you see one is like really, really long, like let's say you have kids and you want to do um, this attraction in um, Arabian Coast, the the Magic Lamp Theater, that one tends to have pretty high wait times, but you can see by the fast pass time that the fast passes tend to go, they tend to last a little bit later in the day. So you can hit up something earlier and then wait until you need a later fast pass time and then grab that so that you don't have to wait in that long line. You know, so you can just kind of like adjust for your family's needs as well as long as you use those apps. Yeah, that definitely helps you 
plan on the fly because sometimes you just, that's just how it goes. And then really. because I'm a maniac, one of the things that I do before I go to any theme park, like now we're going to Fuji Q Highland and I'm doing this, I look at the wait times ahead of time, like a week before, and I kind of keep an, an eye on what the average is each day and um, to just get an idea of what I'm in for. And you can use the wait time app to see like get an idea of those patterns as well. <laughs> that is much more detailed than I than I get. <laughs> because theme parks here, the lines get really, really long. They do. You know? They, yeah. I I can't blame you. I really can't. I just can't be bothered. No, but it takes a couple of seconds. Like you're like around lunchtime check and you get an idea. Okay, this is what it's like around lunchtime. Check again around three o'clock. Okay, this is what it is around three o'clock. And it's not like you're spending a like an hour, hours and hours doing that. It only takes a couple of minutes out of your day and you just get an idea every day. Like, if I were there now, this is what it would be like. Fair enough. I'll have to do that then. <laughs> For USJ, I found it really helpful. Mm. Yeah, USJ gets worse than Tokyo Disney. A lot worse. Yeah. A lot worse. So, yeah, those are our mistakes to avoid at Tokyo Disney Resort. Wait, of course, wait, there's wait. many, many more. I got more. one more mistake. A bonus mistake. What's that? Not buying the TDR Explore <laughs> Tokyo Disneyland guidebook. Shameless plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, you'll have all the information at your fingertips before you go. Um, y- you know, it, it's uh, like, let's say you, you're like, oh, I wonder, what about this? Like a question pops into your head. You can go and you can check it. And it's no fuss. It's easy. It's on sale right now. Um, so check that out. Yeah. com slash ebook. So, yeah. Check it out. All right. Yeah. So mistakes. Don't make them. <laughs> <laughs> Avoid the mistakes that maybe easier said than you know, done. It's easier but... said than than done. Sometimes you can't avoid the mistakes, but just being aware um, that like there's there's issues with certain things. Like maybe you're like, oh well, I have to come in later in the day because I'm on a business trip or something. Um, but you can be aware of what the the scenario is going to be when you get there, right? So yeah, hmm, good to know. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. So oh, and also too. Uh, we do have a video up on YouTube that talks about these exact mistakes. So if you want to go watch that too, you can go to our YouTube channel, TDR Explore. It's all there. So go and check it out. Uh, listener question. A lot of people are asking about this, and I can understand why, because it's kind of confusing. Is there a monorail pin for this year? And it looks like the answer is no, there isn't, unfortunately. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So I guess... Yeah, Yeah, there's no signage. And I had a couple friends tell me that they asked the cast members and the cast members said no. There's no pin this year, which is very strange. I've There's always been a pin from as far as I can remember. Like for the past few years, I guess since like the 25th anniversary. Okay, so a good 10 years. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. So, yeah, unfortunately, there's no monorail pin this year. That really, that sucks. Um, and they don't know if it's coming back next year. We don't know. So we'll have to wait yeah. and see. So Maybe it will. sorry to everyone that was looking forward to getting the monorail pin. Sorry about that. I know it sucks, but what are you going to do? All right. Um, and then our park tip. Um, so... There's a crowd calendar, and a lot of people read the crowd calendar, which is great. Um, one thing I've, I've noticed, though, a lot of people stress a lot about the crowd calendar. Um, 
And by stress, I mean, like, looking at deciding between, like, going to a park, the park if it's, like, a 35 or a 36. And they can't decide which day to go on. And my opinion with that is if, it, if, if, the, if the difference is that small, you're probably not really going to notice a difference. Like, uh, if you if you if you go and read the uh, crowd calendar that we have on the website, these numbers will make sense to you. But but if it's like a difference between like a thirty four and a fifty four, then yeah, you're definitely going to see a difference. But if but if it's like a very minuscule number, you're probably not going to notice too much. So don't so don't stress too much about it. Like don't worry about it too much. Just pick a day and go. <laughs> <laughs> so there's enough stress already. So you know. Don't stress out too much. You don't want any more gray hairs because I have tons now. <laughs> I'm stressing so much about this stuff. But yeah, don't worry about it. You're good. You're good. If you're listening to this podcast, reading the website, you got the ebook, you watch the YouTube channel and everything, like you're more than prepared. You really are. So, like I said, don't worry about it too much. You're good. You're really good. <laughs> don't you agree? I agree 100%. Perfect. <laughs> All right. That's our episode. Yay. Yay, guys. Have fun. The most important thing is to have fun. Yes. And, and if you have fun, of course. it doesn't matter what mistakes you make along the way. Think of them as adventures. So just have a good time. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good way to put it. Before we go, we definitely want to say uh, thank you to our Patreon subscribers who get a shout out on our episode. Uh, Trish, you can start this one off. All right. Thank you, Bryson. Thank you, Michael and Timothy. Thank you, Carrie, Lewis, Lee, Benjamin, Sophie, and a big, big thanks to Barb. That's the Mama Explorer. Explorer. (laughs) Hi, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) And also, great big thank you to Holly, Marie, Leanne, Kathy, JP, Jane, Angela, Darren, Alex, Claudia, Acro Disney Girl, uh, Curie, Sarah, Amy, David, and Disney It Girl. So again, thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. We really do appreciate it so much. So thank you for that. And with that, that is the show. So make sure you rate, review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button because you do not want to miss an episode. Trust us on that one. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, you can send them to us, contact at tdrexplore.com. And make sure you tell everybody about us. If you know someone who's planning a trip to Japan, Hong Kong or Shanghai, and are a big Disney fan, well, send them our way. We will definitely help them out. You can find everything that we talked about on this episode on our website at tdrexplore.com. We're also across social media. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest. We're all there. Well, I don't know if I'm all there, but <laughs> TDR Explorer is all there um, at under TDR Explorer. And I'm one of your hosts, Chris, chief content editor for TDR Explorer, who apparently is not all there. You can find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram at Explorer Nelgay, and that's Explore N-I-L-G-H-E. And joining, as always, is, is the altogether Patricia. Am I altogether? Am I? I don't, I don't know. know about that, but <laughs> you know what, guys? Um, enjoy Golden Week. I don't know if I can say enjoy Golden Week or not with a straight face, but enjoy Golden Week. Enjoy your holidays. Enjoy... 
life and uh, keep exploring. We'll see you next time. Till next time, explorers.